What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dissect That Film podcast, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and we also do topic episodes. One day we'll do another one. Today, we are doing Dan's pick for holiday super movies. I don't know what the fuck that title was. <laughs> Today, we're talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful DNA Gaming, consisting of Dan and Angela. Woo! Again, I'm clapping, but no one can hear the clap. Yeah, we actually can. Oh, really? Yeah, we could yeah. hear it. Oh, God. Not that time. It was while you were talking. It was picking oh, up right. Okay. Yeah. My mic's working somewhat. <laughs> so this is actually our, this is our first go round with a TV movie. This wasn't a movie that came out in theaters. This was a movie that just dropped on television sets in 1964. It was released. Yes, it was released on NBC on December 6th, 1964, directed by Larry Romer, who literally only has four directing credits to his name. He directed the Igor Cassini show. Don't know what that is, but he directed 18 episodes of that show from 1953 to 1954. He directed a TV movie called Return to Oz in 1964, along with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And then in 1966, he directed another TV. These were all TV movies, by the way, other than that show. He directed The Ballad of Smokey the Bear. It's <laughs> all this man has directed. I have questions. Okay. During fire, during fire safety months, should we watch that movie? I don't even know. <laughs> is it is it bad of me to not know what fire safety month is? I, I don't know. I don't know what it is either. I was just pulling stuff right. out of my ass. All right. <laughs> Glad we're all on the same page. What about I don't know about Arbor Day? We have trees. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when I was a kid, even probably until I was in high school, did not realize that was what it was. I had no idea Arbor Day meant fucking trees. We're 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 like the Arbor State. It was like with the big Arbor Day thing back in Nebraska. It was like a big deal, dude. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe deal. it was. No, Road maybe I knew about Arbor Day. It was probably Labor Day where I'm like, what the fuck is Labor Day? I, whatever. Labor Day is Labor Day. That's Why I can't I wear white on Labor Day? Why? I think it's got something to do with your period. Okay. <laughs> Did not realize we were going there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, that is lit- that so, literally, that is bank. all that man as uh, directed. Uh, this was um, distributed by Rankin Bass, which Rankin yeah. Bass throughout the 50s and 60s was just releasing Christmas stop motion movies for every everybody. The the Day Without a Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, The Little Drummer Boy, Rudolph, of course. Um, there's probably others that I can't think of right now. Can you guys think of others that I did not name? Uh, you said you said the year without a Santa Claus. Yes. Did you say Santa Claus is coming to town? Yes. Did you do Rudolph Shiny New Year? Oh, oh, I didn't even know about that one, but okay. I do. I do Jack Frost. Oh right, they did a Jack Frost one. That's right. Wasn't there one called The Life and Times of Santa Claus as well? I don't know. I don't, know. Dude, is uh, don't don't listen, man. I love these shows. <laughs> except, so, yeah. for, except for Little Drummer Boy, I do not like that. movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I could, I can agree. Um, I do like the song though. I, I, I'm not even a religious person, but like the, the, the song is just so catchy. Even though he's just saying rump bum pum pum a lot. The Rudolph Shiny New Year didn't come out until 1976, 13 years after Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's wild. Yeah. Was it the guy? What the fuck 
I know there's more. Get up here. Did they do Frosty? Did they do the animated Frosty, the snowman? It says, it says, yeah. It said, okay, so um, Arthur Rankin Jr. is the founder of, uh, he was the co-creator of Rankin Bass production with his friend Jules Bass. He created stop motion animation features such as Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman, Santa Claus Come to Town in the 1977 cartoon special of The Hobbit. Did you know that? Yes, they did. That's a fucking great movie. It's great. That's I the, love anim- that. when I think of ho- that's the yeah. animated one, right? Yeah, it's the good one. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the... Fuck you, whatever. I can't think of his name right now. Peter Jackson. Fuck you and your version. It doesn't need to be three fucking movies. It's like a two hundred page book. I literally said that when the first trailer for the, uh, when the Hobbit first Hobbit movie was getting trailers, I was like, okay, so they're talking about a trilogy for this. I read this book. This book is two hundred fifty pages long. Why is this a thing? I'm so confused. Uh, he lived to be ninety years old. Good for him. Arthur. Trying to go through it. Yeah. Yeah, he, they did a lot, dude. Mm-hmm. He did, uh, they, they had to have done the other one. Yeah, they did Return of the King, too. They did the animated Return of the King because the animated good. Lord of the Rings movie was that really oddball one that had, like, live-action actors, but they, like, animated over top of them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, it's like it's weird as hell, dude. Uh, no, no, late 70s. When this movie was released, originally it was released under uh, the production company video craft international but then um they changed it uh when right before it came out they changed the name to rankin bass so that's what hey, we whatever that. works. i this of course this movie is based on the song rudolph the red-nosed reindeer uh by johnny marks uh which came out in 1949 so no this movie did not come up with the song and everything so stop it yeah <laughs> Uh, they did do like a remake of this movie. It wasn't a remake, but it was like they took the original movie and they just did the stop motion again, but with like newer, you know, with newer looking puppets and stuff, which I thought was cool looking. The only thing I was disappointed with uh, when I watched the behind the scenes of it, they chose different actors to do the voices. I'm like, why didn't you just take the voices from the original and just put it in? Because the way Ru- I love how Rudolph sounds. I love how Hermie sounds like all these characters are so iconic please don't change the voices it just sounds it didn't sound right i didn't like it uh fun fact the the woman so uh rudolph is voiced by a woman uh her name was uh billy may richards uh she and the voice of Hermie, paul souls uh actually were in the same nursing home together up until billy's uh death in 2011 and he's still there today he's still alive guy plays because i had i had to do my research oh go ahead finish uh sorry the guy the guy who uh voiced hermy paul souls he died in may of this year at the age of 90 he wanted to be a dentist he did anyway i love his um, voice because we've got brought up and i have to do this um rankin bass a couple notable things uh, as far as my interest i just want to be sure i was correct not spouting out my bum Mm -hmm. they did the animated yeah the usual they did the animated king kong television series from the 60s Mm-hmm. They did. They did um, King Kong Escapes with Toho Studios, which was a great. Ooh, well, that's cool. It, it's a it's a fun movie. It's got Mechanic Kong. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Mechanic anyway, Kong. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, which was also in the animated ser- uh, series. Uh-huh. They also did um, the Last Dinosaur with Subaraya Productions, Ivory Ape, and Bermuda Depths. All those are Japanese collaborated films, except for the Kong television series. And it was the life and adventures of Santa Claus. It was from like 82 or 87 or something. I don't know. Good stuff. 
So uh, a really cool thing that I read about uh, when it came to the puppets is that the uh, copies of both the Santa and Rudolph puppets were found in a storage, were found in storage in an attic of a woman that used to work for Rankin Bass. Uh, They were in very poor condition. Uh, Santa was missing his eyebrows and half his mustache. And his legs were broken. Poor Santa. And Rudolph's iconic nose was missing. Yeah, he was a dick in this movie. All right. He did. Oh, everybody was. Rudolph. Rudolph. So Rudolph hired a fucking mobster to fucking whack his legs. <laughs> oh, that's a different Rudolph movie. Uh, and Rudolph's really? iconic nose was missing and replaced with red wax. Uh, but that they, was that later film Ranger Games. But yes, anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they survived though. It was a. They literally were dumped in this attic. Not f- much uh, after the movie was made. So from let's say sixty four, sixty five, all the way up to I believe it was like mid two thousands. A long time. Uh, they yep. were restored. Uh, by a, a a a company that literally takes old uh, movie memorabilia and just restores them to their original looking, um, you know, image, and they yeah. go on trade shows. They go to trade shows and conventions all the time. Oh, I I would love that. Hundred percent. Listen, that happens a lot because you got to think at the time they make these. This is just another production. This isn't like nobody knows what it's going to be like. Like there's shots of again. Can't read my interest. Actual like the suits they use for God in Godzilla. Uh-huh. Like there's shots of these just thrown in the back of the studio, just rotting in the back lots. Because because nobody thinks of these things no, when they're no. making the movie. They're like, "Fuck, it's over." Thank God. Especially like the guys yeah. that had to be in those Godzilla suits. Like they're like, "Fuck, I'm just glad I'm out of this." <laughs> yeah, right. It's there's no preservation. It's just like, okay, another day is done. See, I think. Yeah, I think nowadays um, you hear a lot of actors like if they go on, you know, talk shows or whatever and they talk, you know, people ask them like, did you keep anything from the set? And a lot of people will, you know, say they took like pretty iconic pieces of their character um, because, you know, not it's important um, for movie history, but also like the value of it is astronomical. I think I watched a thing. uh, It was recently uh, Tom Holland was on a a show called hot ones. Have you ever seen that? So he was on the latest episode of that. uh, And he was talking about how Robert Downey Jr. Gave him his first ever Iron Man helmet signed by him. And then he gave it to his brother. And it's like one of like, he's like, this is literally like the first, like this is what started the MCU. And I have it in my house. Like that's history. That's something that's going to be in a museum someday. Oh, absolutely. We're back then, back in like, you know, in the uh, the silver and golden age of, of cinema. That shit, no one cared. <laughs> no one gave no, a shit. Exactly. It's just like whatever. Yeah. So just making movies, baby. It's I'm We're glad about legacy. I mean, literally, I've I've watched a documentary of like an hour long documentary just on trying to find the original Ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz. Because there was like four of them and like so one was stolen, one was like in a flood. I was like, this is crazy. I love it. I love that shit. It's so much fun. Was, a person was wearing them after they got crushed by a house. Yep. Unfortunately, those didn't get crushed, though. Just the one. Yeah, just the rest of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> another crazy fact about this movie that when I was looking through, I listen, I, like I stated before in another episode of this show, uh, I take IMDb with a grain of salt, but some of the facts I've actually looked on other sources to find out that they're true. Uh, the Roman numeral uh, numeric copyright year on the title screen is 1164. 
yep. but it should be 1964. So when this movie first came out, uh, it immediately became public domain. Like it was immediately people were trying to um, people were going to try to like steal stuff from this and actually like do their own thing with it. Yeah. And they quickly had to do like lawyers and stuff had to get involved to to make sure that it was changed to the proper year. So it got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, boy, that guy's fired. <laughs> One little flip up. Right. Oh, man. It's so funny. And like I stated before, uh, Rudolph's uh, actress, uh, Billy Mae Richards and Paul Soles, who played Hermie, lived in the same Ontario retirement community until the years before Richard's death, which is really, it's pretty cool. Do you know this was distributed by General Electric? Yeah, because they had advertisements. They had advertisements that used um, Hank, the tall elf. What? Yeah, he has the glasses. Yeah. yeah, he's got the glasses. He's got the glasses. He was never given a name until way later. That's what he was called. Wait, what was his name? Hank. Oh. It was the it was the one elf that's really tall. And yeah, the one elf who has two name. different voices. No, no, that's 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 um. Well, maybe it is because I know the. No, the, no, no. The main I think it's elf, one. The main elf does. The main elf does because he's all grumpy to everybody else, but when he's in front of Santa, his voice changes. His voice changes drastically. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah. why is this so different? It's so high pitched. Yep. Oh, and, and the town that I live in currently was literally like created by General Electric. Like it, it just literally my town is littered with old General Electric factories and stuff. Just GE. GE. Oh, literally GE pretty much made this town that I the town I live in. GE city. It, it was GE in my town. And then the next town over, it was, um, the company that makes the paper for uh for money which is what i who i work for <laughs> crazy yeah uh yeah i mean there's a, there's a lot of interesting uh factoids uh burl ives who i guess was a big actor back in the four the 30s and 40s uh was the voice Dang of sam it. the snowman who sings a lot of the songs um, well, I know that Cornelius was actually they the guy who played Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius Yukon Cornelius was supposed to narrate uh, the original version of it, and they replaced him with Burl Ives. There's allegedly recordings of the Cornelius's actor doing all the songs and everything, which I love his actor by the way. He just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it when we get to the movie. That's so good. Uh, so though Sienna and Rudolph um, were sold at an auction in 2020 for $368,000. Sign me up. The puppets. Isn't that great? I'd pay it. Uh, the only the only two misfit toys that have names are Charlie and Dolly. Well, okay. Nobody wants what? a check in the box name. Oh, Charlie. Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. <laughs> I love it. I love his voice. I, I, I literally, I thought the same thing watching it. No, I don't think <laughs> I just, that was sad. I just, I just calm down. It's just a joke. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's anyway. I don't know. They don't ever state why no. she's there. There was a few toys yeah, where I'm like, there's really nothing wrong with this with this toy. Like, well, they do say in the movie, it's not just perf, you know, quote unquote, defective toys. It's also unloved toys. So it may have been like a jesse toy story 2 kind of situation where the kid doesn't give a shit about it anymore yeah exactly oh man so um, um i always get i always question it and i probably always answer it myself but so donner doesn't fly with santa because he gets hurt right at the end of the movie is that why like at the end when rudolph flies away donner's down there like 
Like, wait, aren't you part of Santa? Aren't you part of Santa's reindeer? Like, so I, I would assume so. I assume maybe they just didn't have like the ninth harness. So, like, you're out, Donner. You're old news. Hit the bricks. Yeah, I, I think. Kid yeah, I think it's funny because I think in uh, have you ever seen Robbie the reindeer? No, we talked about this last week. I've I think Donner. So, of course, in this movie, Donner is Rudolph's dad. I think in Robbie the reindeer. So, Robbie is Rudolph's son, and Donner is the one I think who is like the bully to Robbie. And I'm like, this just. I'm so confused right now. It's a weird movie, it's but you should see life. it. Okay, <laughs> I have to look it up. I remember I was actually listening to our uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas podcast today, and I was like, I gotta look that up, and I was at work and I forgot. So Yukon Cornelius's actor is named Larry Mann. Yep, and I believe they're all Canadian actors as well. Yeah, I believe yep. all of them. Are. They were all uh, from Ontario, pretty much. So uh, A then A. Eh? Mm -hmm. He was in the Sting. He was in the In the Heat of the Night. Some classic '60s films. Aww. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, roll. we got nothing else. Let's talk about this plot. I mean, we all know the plot. If you've, if you've not seen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, this movie's been out for, uh, what, 56 years? 57 years? Seven, yeah. Um, you need to figure yourself out. All right. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, just watch Rudolph. It's a great film. Yep. So the, yep. this movie's older than my mom. I'm sorry about your mom. I just realized. Sorry about my mom. Just, what happened? To I, just, her? I, just, I just realized you cut your hair. Oh yeah, thanks. I need to do that. It needed to be done. I trimmed the beard up too. It was getting a little out of control. Yeah, when it starts grabbing its own food. It yeah, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be kind of like something that happens in a movie we talk about next week. A horror movie. Be some kind of horror movie. It would be like the beard sentient. It's called peach. It's called peach fuzz. I got. Oh man, you got a good idea on your hands. We should bring. Oh, sci-fi sci right? Up. Absolutely, let's write a really mediocre screenplay and send it into sci-fi or asylum. They'll si they'll send us a check for like ten grand a piece. I'll be okay with that. I'd be down with that. Yeah, so we might get a hundred subscribers. Yeah, we're almost there. We're at eighty-nine <laughs> as of this recording. Damn right. Woo. All right, this film opens up with some newspaper reports about a massive snowstorm. And I know how that is because I've, I've dealt with a lot of them myself. Uh, we get the iconic Rankin Bass like stamp on the tree. Yeah, as it goes by. But I do love the old the, the narration overall, like the newspapers flying across the screen. I thought that was a, that's a pretty cool opening to yep. foresee the the end of this movie. We got a musical medley over the opening credits. Mm -hmm. All the songs in the movie just like medley together. Yeah, very nice. We meet Sam the Snowman. He's the narrator, uh, voiced by Burl yep. Ives. He's telling us about the clauses, and that's when we meet Mister oh. and Mrs. Claus, Skinny Santa. It's the first castle on the left. In yep. fact, it's the only castle on the left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I might quote this movie a lot. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. We had Angela doing that last week, so you, it's it's fine. But I had to listen to him quoting the movie while we were watching it. Oh, I was singing along to this movie, so it's fine. Uh, it's a, I, mean, I was singing too, but he was like... She's just hateful about it. She kept throwing bread at me. It was weird. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh man! So we meet Skinny Santa, and he's just—I don't like Skinny Santa. Like he's an asshole. He's a dick. He? He's a dick <laughs> because he's hungry. Seriously, I yeah. think he's a douchebag because he's hungry. 
You would have been, been perfect for the Snickers commercials. Yes. Yes. They did those. Yeah. Instead of it turning into somebody else, he just turns fat and then it's like, all right, perfect. We need be our fat Santa. Snickers is be fat and happy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's trying to be healthy. I guess. Is that was that his whole thing? He was trying to be healthy? Is that why he was skinny? I don't know. He was just too busy to eat. I think that was the yes, problem. Yes, that's right. He was very stressed out. How do you forget to eat? I don't know. Especially when you're Santa Claus. I like sandwiches. Listen, I just watched. I, I, I listen not to sidetrack, but I just watched uh, the Christmas Chronicles two on Netflix, which is who would have thought in their wildest dreams that they would go. You know what we need? We need Kurt Russell to be Santa. I would have been like, you're out of. I'm like, you're out of your mind. And then they're like, no, we're gonna do it. And I'm like, all right, I'll take two of those. Well, it, so in this, oh, I, then I can't spoil it because you probably haven't seen the second one. Oh, is it any good? Is it any good? Though? Oh, it's a good. It's a it's a good watch. It's not something I would. You know, throw on all the time. I would rather throw the first one on, but okay, uh, but it's it's a good watch. It's got it's okay. um it's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn together like because together. she plays Mrs. Claus, which is just awesome since they're a real life couple. That's gross. It's great. <laughs> and their son plays evil Captain America in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's right, he does. That's their son. Yeah, he plays uh, U.S. agent. Yep. All right, go ahead. All right. Back to back to Rudolph. Uh, we get some awesome inter- uh, instrumental versions of of a few of the songs all blended together. Like Dan said, we go to the the Donner. <laughs> say the Donner party. No, the Donner, Donner family. Donner <laughs> yeah, the Donner family, uh, consisting of Mrs. Donner because she doesn't have a name, and Donner Donner. Is that what his name is? Donner Donner, since he's Mister Donner. <laughs> I don't have last names. I I don't. And Rudolph. Um, And of course, they're like, hey, we have a kid. And then his nose glows and like, fuck this kid. (laughs) Well, Mike Donner is like, fuck this kid. (laughs) What do you mean he'll grow out of it? His beak blinks like a blinking beacon. (laughs) God, these every like, oh, listen, you know the song. You know how Rudolph is treated. But damn, everyone is just awful to him. Uh, Santa's not a fan either. He comes in there. He's, he's like, oh, man, I can't wait to see how this kid does. And then his nose goes like, whoa, you better fix that. Or he ain't going to be worth shit. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Are they going to just put Rudolph down? Like, I'm I'm concerned. And wait, well, he, wait is this, he does his musical number. Yes, he does. Uh, is it? Is the song called King of Jingling? Yeah. Okay, good. I just call it, I I love call that it song. the King of Bitches and Boys. I don't know why. It's always whatever. Oh, God. Oh, God. I need you'll my hear voice. that every time now. When you, let, when you watch this movie, you'll always hear that. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. Oh, Donner. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. Remember, guys, it's Christmas season. Yeah. Festive. Santa. So, yeah, Santa sings his song. Donner's a dick. Uh, Santa's a dick. And we talk. Yeah, everybody's a dick in this movie. Except for like a, a handful, our main characters. Because the girl that the yeah girl. Clarice, Clarice. Yes, yeah. because I kept, I literally yes. saw. I literally wanted like a deer to like poke its head through the trees and just go hello, Clarice. <laughs> I kept doing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about those movies in the future. It's gonna be oh. great. Um, we then get introduced to the, uh, the the abominable monster of the north. Not the abominable snowman. He's the abominable monster of the north. And I'm like, wow. They took a very simplistic t- name for a creature and then extended it. Like, nah, oh, nah, nah, nah. Up, yeah. And God, scene. 
Yeah, he is. He fucking crawls over the mountain. Like, he makes the mountain look like a stool, dude. He's just like, what's up? <laughs> I love yeah. the design of he Bumble. Like legs. Yeah, he's so good. I love yeah. his design. And then we meet Hermie. I, for some reason in my notes, I put Herbie. I don't know why I put his name is Herbie. Herbie the Love. Talking about people getting shit on in this movie. Hermie, dude, all these, like, Hermie gets fucked and he just continues to stand up for himself and I appreciate that. I think Hermie is, he's a strong kid and he says, fuck everybody, I'm out of here. What is it, the, um, did you hear that? Hermie doesn't want to make toys and they go down the line. Yeah. Like, well, is there anything you do want to do? I want to be a dentist. Well, if that's what? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's great because it's literally in like explicit terms. You're like, it's literally this dude going, fuck dreams. You have dreams. Fuck your dreams. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but did you know he's the only one that doesn't have elf ears? Yes. I noticed that. And he's the only, well, until like a later scene, I was like, oh, he's the only one who's blonde too. But then they do the singing, like they're practicing the song for Santa, and there's other yeah. blonde ones. And I was like, oh, I just thought Hermie. Yeah, but he, Hermie's the only one who doesn't have elf ears. I was very confused by this. But I think he was stolen. Probably. He probably was. So yeah, so her, yeah, so Hermie has a dream of being a dentist. Santa stealing kids. Oh hell yeah, yeah. He wants to open a dentistry here at the North Pole, but the guy just laughs in his face. And well, with all the candy cane and hot chocolate, I mean, it'd be a good idea. It's lucrative. Yeah, business. right. You'd be making fat dough right there. Um, Hermie sings his first rendition of Misfit, um, yep. which is literally only like 15 seconds long. He sings like the first line yep. and then it moves on. Then we get Rudolph's version after his dick of a father forces him to wear a fake nose. What a fucking douchebag. That was well. That was um, his version doesn't come yet because they have to do the reindeer games. He's got to meet Fireball, who is also a piece of shit. No, he sings. No, he sings the Misfit song before he goes to the reindeer game. He sings. It's not a long version of it, because then. then, But after the reindeer games, Rudolph and Hermie meet up and they sing the longer version. I always thought that was afterwards because he gets shunned. See, this is why I told you we should take notes. I'm telling you, that's what happens. Like he goes to the reindeer game. Everything's fine. I have my notes. Damn you and your notes. Told you. Damn it. <laughs> All right, carry on. I'm right. Fuck. Dan is wrong. Let's move on. <laughs> we get <laughs> uh, we meet Fireball, who quickly judges uh Rudolph for his red nose. I don't remember whose son he is. Not yet. <clears throat> what? He doesn't do that after they do the reindeer games. He shows up. No, no I know out. I know he doesn't judge him for his fake nose. I just put the whole thing together. I know it doesn't. That's not the sequential order, but he meets Fireball. They do the reindeer Howdy game ball. thing. They, d- they meet they meet the, the freaking the coach. Whoa. Who's the coach? Stop fighting. Which comment? He's a dick, dick, too. Man. They're all dicks. And they all sound like they all just sound like pretentious assholes, too. Oh, yeah. They're like, come on, guys. It's the reindeer games. (laughs) I got to go smoke after this. Italian and shit, too. (laughs) I don't know what that was. That was a mix of Boston and New York. Oh, oh, man. Angry people in the comments. Fireball's like that, too. He's like, what of us checking out? Yeah. Checking you out. He's got got like a flow, too. He's got like a little blonde flow on top of his head. I'm like, damn. Fireball looking sharp. We get so yeah, so uh, um, they're practicing flying. 
but uh, Rudolph and uh, while Rudolph's waiting for his turn, uh, Fireball convinces him to go talk to Clarice, the cute little doe. He goes over there and talks to her and she says he's cute. And of course, everybody's having issues flying, but Rudolph gets told he's cute. He, I'm cute. I'm cute. And he flies. And everybody in the and comments like, yeah, he's great. And so and Santa shows up and Donner yeah. shows up and everybody's like, yeah, Rudolph. And then he lands and then um, him and Fireball kind of do this little like nose thing. And then his fake nose falls off and it shines very bright. What is that noise? Yeah. It always makes a noise. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I can't make it. And Fireball, yeah, I love how Fireball's eyes like get really small. Oh! Yeah. And Santa like literally... In the scene that really gets uh, made me laugh out loud was the fact when he turns with Santa, this shows how much of a dick Santa is. He literally turns it on and he's like, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> you have a good takeoff too. Like, and then the comment of all people, he's like, we won't let he won't we won't let Rudolph play any more of our reindeer games, right, kids? Like, yeah, let's get the adult yeah. to get all yeah. the kids to ridicule him for being. Different. This is literally, um, this, this is, is just the epitome of bullying, hundred oh, percent. Like, this is this is a movie about bullying and just not being accepted for being a unique individual. That's the whole premise of of Rudolph in the first place. Don't be a dick, Absolutely. all right? Yeah, Jesus dude. Christ. If I met a dude whose nose glowed red, I'd be like, damn, that's going to be useful for you down the road. Yeah, right? <laughs> but do you walking notice that? Somebody stop a motorcycle. Like, if you fall, he's walking down the yeah. road. Like, somebody stop a motorcycle on the sidewalk. Their nose starts yeah. illuminating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Also, um, when Santa says that to Donner. Do you notice that his, his antlers move? Like he can fold his antlers down or maybe it was just the way his head would like tilt forward, but it looked like his antlers folded that. like folded. I was like, well, I don't think antlers do that. No, no. No. They don't go floppy. No, they don't. <laughs> but maybe that's just the way that the the his his head bows. I don't fucking know. I'm picking on wife. I'm nit, I'm being nitpicky on a movie that's <laughs> older than almost both my parents. Uh we then get the scene where the Santa elves are uh practicing their their song for Santa. What was the name of the Santa song? Elves. I think it's just Santa's elves. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just think that's what yeah. it's called. I don't know if I should, I, if I can sing any of these songs, because I might get copyright strike. <laughs> we are Santa's elves. And that's all I got. Uh, and Santa, Santa is not a fan of this, and I think it's just because he's 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 really hungry. He really wants to eat. Mrs. Claus yes. is all about it. Oh, she loves it. She's a big fan, and she and I mean she's telling him to eat. What are you doing? I'm too busy. No. Shove some food like, in your mouth. You can eat and work at the same time. I do it all the time. Yeah, you're listening. You're, you're listening to these guys sing. Just like scarf down a hot dog. Or exactly. Something, what are you fucking doing, man? Um, and why? And then this was where I questioned the head elf's voice change. Like, why did it go from like this really gravelly voice to, "Hey, everybody!" And you're like, "What, the, what is going on here? Is this the same guy?" <laughs> One well, Mr. Clips is one of my favorite scenes. It's, it's just funny to me. I know nobody else thinks it's funny, but it's at the end of this scene where obviously Santa doesn't give a shit. He's like, "Oh, it needs work," and Mrs. Claus like, "It's fine." And then like, what was uh, 
he says something to one of the elves. It's like, the tenor section was weak. Well, Herbie didn't show up. And it cuts immediately to the toy factors. <laughs> Why weren't you at elf practice? Yep. <laughs> like, it's so good. Oh, like, everybody man. goes from, like, 3 to 11. <laughs> yeah. Like, Harder, yes. It's, it's so good. We uh, Hermie is practicing dentistry on the dolls. Um, and the head elf is just a complete asshole to him. And Hermie says, all right, fuck you. I'm out. And just jumps out the fucking window. <laughs> just pieces out. Um, oh, shit. Why did I put this? Oh, the whole scene with the reindeer games. Was that after? Yeah, whatever. We already, we already talked about it. Whatever. <laughs> we, we got it. So, so Clarice is very accepting of Rudolph. It's one of those things where he's like, well, aren't you going to be scared, too? And she's like, no, I think your nose is lovely. And I was like, I like Clarice. She's an accepting she individual. You know, just the ladies in this movie are the ones of sound mind. Yeah. Mrs. Claus is nice about stuff, trying to tell him to eat. Yeah. Rudolph's mom's like, oh, it's fine. It's just his nose. It's normal. And yeah. then Clarice is like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them. Just, uh, I just, uh, the one thing I got to tell Clarice, don't go talking to Hannibal Lecter, all right? He's bad news. Please. <laughs> uh, I'll go talk to Donner. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got either. No, he would like that party. Animal Lecter would love that party. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Cl- Clarice sings. Uh, There's always tomorrow, which I think is the name of that song. Um, yeah, that's all right song. And uh, Clarice's dad is a piece of shit too. Oh my god! I don't think I mentioned who that is. You'll never, you never see Rudolph again. You see that freak? And you're like, whoa. Yeah, probably blitzing. Sounds German. Probably. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. How are we going to anger our entire fan base? Let's just. I'm, I'm at, hold on. Let me add you. Holy shit. I love. Listen. I, I love Germany. I want to go there someday. Please don't hate me. Throw, hate him. throw all your hateful comments over to Dan's site. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, Rudolph and Hermie meet. Um, they're they're independent, and they yes, start playing their yeah. They start playing their uh, singing the Misfit song together, and it's longer, of course. And they yep. both go off into the unknown, uh, which wasn't a good idea because there's like a blizzard going on, and that's where they hear the abominable, or I call yep. it, or as he's later known as Bumble. A peak, yep. and this is where we get the the creepy like he peeks over the mountain, but he's like <laughs> the size of the mountain, <laughs> right? His size is so inconsistent. Yeah, you're like okay. Um, this and then we meet Yukon Cornelius, which is one of my favorite characters of this movie. I love so his good. I love his design. I love his voice. I love that his the dogs that are pulling a sled aren't huskies. They're like a different a bunch of different yes. small breeds of dogs. Yeah, this is ragtag mushing. It's so good. And I love, yeah, and he's looking for silver and gold. And I love when he throws up his pickaxe and it lands and he looks at it and he goes, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he sings silver and gold, which is one of my, uh, well, no, he doesn't sing it. Sam sings it. Sam the snowman. It's a good song. I wish wish we got one from Cornelius. Maybe the guy just couldn't sing. Well, supposedly he did, but I don't know if that's true. Or oh, okay. Not. Again, they replaced it with Burl. Um, yeah, Burl lives. And so Rudolph and her, uh, Hermie join Yukon. Uh, Bumble attacks, and his screams are pretty scary. Like the, I think yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, the sound absolutely. design for Bumble was like, damn. Like if I was a, 
if I, I mean, I did watch this as a kid. I should say if I watched this as a kid, no, I did. Uh, it was kind of scary. It was, it was, he was intimidating. And we find out the Bumble's one weakness. They sink. Yep. <laughs> I just love I just, him. I think it's the funniest weird. thing is like, you would figure that Bumble knew that he couldn't go in the water, but he just walks in. Yeah. And like instant, it's like, he just immediately like sinks. Like yeah, and then he like, and then he just gets out like, like he had a set of <laughs> stairs there. Like, Damn you, kids, and your reindeer too. <laughs> oh, and then what? Isn't that when he throws the pickaxe for the second time? Yes, on the on the iceberg like, there. Silver. Like so, it's like I thought you wanted gold. I changed my mind. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, Donner goes in search of Rudolph, um, and he tells Mrs. Donner to stay. But her and Clarice decide to go on their own search. You should stay because this is man's work. Oh that my was god! Actually yeah. And then, that totally yeah. Aligned, oh, well, I mean, listen. This movie was made in 1964. That's just exactly how it was back in the 60s. Women were literally viewed to be housewives. <laughs> So let's put that out there. <clears throat> Rudolph and the gang uh, land on the island of Misfit Toys. We meet Charlie the Jack in the Box. Fog's um, as thick as this. The dog, this fog's as thick as peanut butter. Don't yeah. you mean pea soup? You eat what you like, and I'll eat what I like. <laughs> I and we get in the, the uh, we get the island. I, is what is the name of the song? Is it the Island of Misfit Toys, or is it a complete? Is it a different name? I think it is actually just okay. the Island of Misfit Toys. That's what I always thought it was. So we get to meet all the Misfit Toys. We have the train with the square wheels on the caboose. We got the the cowboy Ron and Ostrich, which, uh, to be honest, is probably is a cool-ass toy. No, hell yeah, it's, dude. It's, because it's not, it's not a typical, you know, thing to see, you know? But yeah, I guess that's pretty dope. We got the elephant with polka dots. I was like, what? No, kid, girls and such would love that, dude. I'm so confused. Was it, what? Isn't that what a heffalump looked like in the Winnie the Pooh? Anime yeah, yeah. Shorts from that. I think the dumbest one, like just straight up, was I'm a water pistol that squirts jelly. Like that's really you could just watch that out. Like you don't, you don't really need. To it's just a continuous. It's like an unlimited supply of jelly. Like, know, like, it never. It's, it's like a curse on this thing. It's like it never stops shooting jelly. Like on the bottoms, like a satanic seal, like printed into the. It just <laughs> never, it just never stops. No, it wouldn't be a satanic. It would just be a Welch's seal <laughs> on the bottom. And it doesn't even shoot out. It just kind of goes. It just, yeah, there's no. Yeah, oh, man. A lot of people have performance issues in oh, this movie. Yeah, reindeer that can't fly. Yeah, this pistol that kind of. We oh we and we get the bird that can't fly but he can swim. Swim, yeah. Yeah. Well, the bird could get off the island then. You could just right. What is he <laughs> doing there? And then this island is run by a a flying lion. I'm like, okay. Which has the most, which has the most metal name ever, King Moonraiser. Yeah. Like, yes, clearly Satan, or <laughs> <laughs> or like some kind of like manticore. Oh my god! You think people are gonna be angry that we are just torching this movie as we are? I want this movie. I want it just. This is a loving, lovingly poking. Yes. It. It's a fantastic movie. This is a great movie. This is why we're we're going over it. That's why Dan picked it. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, they meet the king of the island of uh, which is which. To be honest, I've never paid attention to what they when they say his name. So was it King Moonraiser? 
literally Holy his name. Because Charlie says it's King Razor. Because he's got his, you know, yeah, his little... had a stroke or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he tells Rudolph to tell Santa about the toys. Uh, and they're like, give them, and they, the bear, the, the elephant with the polka dots then becomes his like servant. And he's got like the hat on. He's like, bring them to their chambers. And they get the smallest, like we're in a fucking castle. You gave me a room the side of size of my desk. Like these dudes are all like, all right, guys, time to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm admittedly, it's a dollhouse on the island. Of oh, okay. I right. get it. But like, I assume it's a dollhouse, but. Uh, Rudolph leaves uh, alone because he's afraid because of his nose attracting Bumble. He's he didn't want to put his friends in danger, so he leaves by himself, and uh, he the gets sacrifice. Yeah, and then time passes by, and Rudolph gets sack older. Drops. Yeah, his sack drops, <laughs> and his voice gets a little bit deeper, and he grows some antlers, and he <laughs> and he goes back. Listen, who fucking listen? Who fucking cares? <laughs> okay, I know it's so good. Uh, he goes back home to see his parents and Clarice, but then he runs into Santa when he and Santa tells him what that they went off to go find him. And and then Santa becomes nice to him. I'm like, fuck you, Santa. You were a dick. You were one of the reasons why I left. Uh, the North Pole gets hit by a massive storm just two days yep. before Christmas. Are you fucking kidding me? That Santa, this dude who literally lives in one of the coldest places on Earth can't figure out a way to get through a blizzard i know i agree i, I was I so agree. dude he's literally talking about canceling christmas what the fuck are you doing santa you know why santa sucks is because he's not voiced by um damn it i just blanked his name he does like almost every other santa after this oh i i can't remember and like he does like all the rankin bass santas almost Oh, I know who you're talking Mickey about. Rooney. Mickey, Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yep, Mickey Rooney. And I, just I think had it, was... it in my head, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph goes to the cave, uh, Bumble's cave, and sees all, of, like, he sees his parents and Clarice. And Cl- Clarice is, like, in Bumble's. I, like, he's about to eat her. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. And uh, so Rudolph tries his best to fight him. He gets knocked out. Don't you mean incapacitated? Oh, right. Yep. I just love how his eyes like all that. <laughs> I just love how his eyes like twirl around. Oh yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Shit. Uh, Hermie and Yukon find the cave, and they come up with a plan to save them. They dr- literally lure Bumble out of the cave. They drop. Uh, I love how Hermes or no Yukon's uh, on the top there, and he puts he hits him with like a piece of ice, and then he hits him with a fucking rock, just knocks know, Bumble right? the fuck out, and then. <laughs> And then this is probably like, like, yeah, Bumble is a a scary beast, but the fact that they pull out all of his teeth, right? This is a carnivore, man. This dude lives on meat. He's got, he needs those teeth. It's like going out into the jungle or Okay. Lions don't live in the jungle, but if you went to the Sahara and you fucking ripped out lion's teeth and just went, (laughs) I mean, he's scary. He could eat me. Now he can't. Yeah. Well, now he's going to starve and he's going to die. Good job. They'll kill you. I mean, the bumble could have just crushed him. Ah, uh, sure. That's very true. And then, yeah. and then lions have claws. I get why they did it. I just want to be that guy. I okay. I just want to be oh, that well, guy. I agree. I was my thought. Like, do I really <sighs> smash him? That's why we're called He's dissect been... that film. We dissect useless bullshit. Okay. That's true. That should be our tagline. Yep. <laughs> Dissecting <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Hermie rips out all of Bumble's teeth. And then Yukon gets in like a, a, 
a 60s version of a wrestling match and they both fall over a cliff and also like three of the dogs just oh, yeah, all, all the like oh let's get him like, yeah they uh they all go back to christmas land i think that's what it's called uh hermy talks with the head elf and he's allowed to open a dentist office i'm happy for hermy yukon and bumble survived because bumbles bounce that's their strength they he's bounce now yes he puts the star on top of the tree like a good bumble mm-hmm. yep but the storm is so bad the santa decides we're gonna have to cancel christmas because i can't see shit yeah i'm a magical man who flies around with deer but i yep. can't see through the blizzard damn it santa. The santa is just this is probably the worst rendition of santa in the history of media all right people can fight yeah, me on that the santa fucking sucks He's a dick. He, he fucking needs to talk sucks. To Jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack gets it faster than he does. Yep. Well, Jack who? Jack Skellington. Oh, yes. He said he, he oh, yeah. To talk to him. He yeah. gets it faster. Yeah. Santa comes up uh, with the idea to use Rudolph in his nose to guide him through the storm. And then we well, get our. He's yes. Now that he's useful, he doesn't hate him anymore. Right. Before right. He Literally, it's a bad thing to do, okay? Don't just, you know, be friends with somebody because they're going to be useful for you, you know? You get something out of it. Yeah. Fuck you. It's a bad lesson. Exactly. Rudolph. (laughs) Uh, They sing Holly Jolly Christmas. Um, Everybody works together to get ready. Um, The elf, I love, like, when uh, Rudolph's getting hooked up to the sleigh. They got the elf with their sunglasses on. Yes, because his yes. nose is glowing, which I thought was a great touch. Oh, absolutely! Santa's fat again, so I guess he's not a dick anymore. And they blast, Suddenly. yeah, and they blast off uh, to the island of misfit toys. And I love where the <laughs> these poor fucking toys. This king is a dictator. He has to be. These toys are having to build a fire in the middle of the island to keep warm, and they're like, "Santa's not coming for us this year." <laughs> You're like, "This is so sad." That son of a bitch Rudolph lied to us. Yeah. And then they see a slight glimmer in the sky. And who is it? It's Santa and Rudolph's with him. Yay. Apparently in allegedly in the first runs of this show, this scene was not in it. Allegedly, like the all of Island of Misfit toys and stuff like that stuff happens early on. He's like, have Santa come and get us. And like. He just met, and Santa mentions the line first stop out on the Misfit Toys, but that scene where they actually go and pick him up wasn't originally in it. They added it for later viewings. It'd have been great if Rudolph just said, Nope, sorry, you didn't want me when I was little. No. Now that I'm useful, fuck these guys that aren't. Let's just go take care of the kids. Right. They fireball <laughs> <on> the island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I love it where Yukon is happy. He flips up his, his pickaxe one yes. last time, and that's where he discovers. A peppermint mine. He's yeah. gonna strike it rich. Yeah, I'm in the largest vein of peppermint. Yep. There's actually fan theories that Yukon Cornelius is Santa Claus's son. Interesting. Because if you watch some of the other Rankin Bass films, as when Santa Claus was younger, uh, like Santa Claus is coming to town, and I think the Life and Adventure of Santa Claus, he had red hair when he was younger. Yes, Just he like does. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's a fan theory. Mm. Uh, the misfit. So it means Santa's a bad dad. Okay. Oh, clearly. Uh, the misfit toys get their second chance as they. The it's like a literal like Santa's bag is just a vacuum that just just sucks all the yeah, toys like, in there. 
Up in, bitch. All right. <laughs> yep. And this is where we get our first rendition of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, it plays as the elves just start throwing the fucking toys over the side of the sleigh. Is that right? Here you go. I'm glad that they put little parachutes on them. That's a good touch. Yeah, right. But the fact that I'm like at first, imagine being a kid and seeing this for the first time. You don't see the parachutes. You just see this fucking elf just come out of the bag, just start kamikazing these toys over the side. Like, oh, no. It's like putting holes in houses. <laughs> Shoot in the plan, that would say, even, ah, it's, be all right. it's even more dangerous than Jack Skellington giving him the terrifying toys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that's it. That oh, is yeah. the end of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Woo! Um, just, just FYI, this uh, this episode is going to be longer than this movie itself. <laughs> but this we might actually be the shortest episode we've ever done. So, Huzzah. 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 What do you think? I I mean I still like it. It's, oh yeah, that's a fantastic movie. I've watched this every movie year. Yeah, I've watched this movie every year, maybe multiple times a year since I was probably, I mean, an in, like a baby. Like I guarantee my mom had it on TV when I was a baby, and I you know so for the last thirty years I've seen this movie a lot. <laughs> um, and it's still great every year. It's it's always great to like it's 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 great that this movie is fifty, it's almost sixty years old, and you can show it to a kid nowadays, and they'll enjoy it. Where a lot oh, yeah. of people, we have, yeah, where there's other movies made, you know, not even that long ago that kids will look at me like, what the fuck is this? But right. That's just how timeless these films are. It's they're just so well made. I love the stop motion. I think it's brilliant for the time. I mean, 1964 doing stuff like that is just so it was it was new. It was unheard of. Right. Um, And so I applaud uh, Rankin and Bass for uh, creating all those amazing um, holiday films. I wish they did Halloween once. I really do. I think they would have been terrifying. They did. <clears throat> did they? I think, yeah. Hang on. Let me let me look at something real quick. They. I think they did at least one. I, I think that would have been terrifying. I just want. I just want. Uh, yeah. Mad Monster Party. Ooh, I'll have to check that out. Got Boris Karloff, Phyllis oh, Diller. Oh man, Boris Karloff. Yeah. Damn, what a cast. A Phyllis Diller. God, my mom was obsessed with her when I was a kid. Phyllis Diller and Doris Day. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, I haven't seen it in a long time. I've only seen it like two times. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Well, do we have anything else to add to, to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer before we get the hell out of here? Fantastic. If you haven't seen it, fix your life and watch it. Yes, I agree with that statement. Yeah, right, 100%. Um, so next week, we're going to be doing my movie for Christmas or the holiday oh. season. The 1984 classic Gremlins. Yes, Gremlins is considered a Christmas movie. So fuck all you haters who say it's not. And for Tim the Tatman, who probably doesn't want to listen to this show, watch Gremlins, you idiot. Right. Oh, my God. Hey, listen, you think just in closing for what my movie, my pick for this year, you think my pick is a little more out there this year? Wait till next year. Actually, three for I'm signed up for next. Because nobody that watches this has seen that. Nope, probably not. We're going, we're we're digging through the trenches, dude. We're going to have a good one. I'm excited. So, yeah, next week is Gremlins. Um, But before that, will be our episode seven review of Dexter New Blood, which has been a great time um, to do. Uh, So, yeah, we got Gremlins. And then um, this week, is Spider-Man No Way Home c- 
comes out on Thursday night, meaning we're going to be doing a show on it, but we're going to wait uh, like a couple weeks before we do an episode on it. Um, we'll do our, no, you want to do it like right away? We'll do it next week. I'm down for whatever, man. Let's do it. All right. We are going to go see it Saturday. I'm probably going to go see it Saturday too. So, Hey, maybe you'll get it. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll be doing a, um, what the hell? I don't even know what I call the show. What the hell did I call it? It flips something like that. I don't know. We no, did it. It's, it's fresh cuts. Isn't it? Fresh cuts. That's right. Thank you for knowing our shows. Yes. We're going to be doing a fresh cut of Spider-Man no way home. So look forward to that. Um, gremlins next week. And then we have our, and then next week when we do our gremlins episode, we'll announce what movie we're going to be doing after, which I'm very excited to watch again because, Oh, it's just so good. It's a very underrated Christmas film. <laughs> By a, by a man who I respect a lot since we have reviewed one of his movies on the show before. Yeah. <clears throat> we have. Uh, yeah. Like we stated before, we're going to be working at some point soon. I mean, it's the holiday season, so we're all busy, um, extra busy. But we're going to be talking it over about things we're going to shows we're going to be doing on Patreon uh, at the start of the year. I'm not giving a date on when our Patreon is going to go live because, it, to be honest, I say the beginning of the year, but that does not mean January. It could be February. Yeah. It could be March. It's whenever I we can all get together and figure this shit out because, yes, it's there's going to be more shows, meaning we need to figure out best times to record all these shows. Um, since we all have, you know, children and jobs and stuff like that, I'm going to be back to work in the beginning of January. So it's going to be even more of a bitch to record more shows. So yay. Beginning of the year is before June. Exactly. So it's going to be live at some point in 2022. And I actually have some ideas in my head that I'm going to throw to my co-hosts, um, off stream. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, and yeah, and make sure to come, uh, drop, dissect that film, a follow on Twitch as I stream our edits of the podcast on Wednesdays and Thursdays or Wednesdays. If I get it all done in one day, Yeah. other than that, make sure to go follow DNA gaming. Their, um, their tag is right above their heads today, but it's also yeah. going to be down in the description. Uh, that's their Twitter handle. Um, their Twitch handle is different, but that'll be down in the description. I'm part at Parker Dissex on everything. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it. This is this is my least favorite part of the show because I never know what the fuck to say. <laughs> Ten. 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 We got another one? Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Ten more subs. As of this recording, we're at 90 subs on YouTube. Come on, people, we can do it. Before Christmas, we can do it. It'll be a great Christmas gift for dissect that film. Oh Damn man, right. I'm so excited. Also, also, we're gonna be working on merch. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. We're gonna be working on some basic merch. I'd like to at least get a goddamn t-shirt or something out there for people to buy. Um, a lot of stuff. We're gonna post it on. We're, I'm gonna post some updates on uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. All right, everybody. Well, Thank Jurassic you. Park three. Yes. <laughs> 6.6 thousand views. Are you I fucking mean, kidding me? <laughs> always going to bring it up. Always. Oh, God. So good. All right, everybody. Until next week, I am Brett Parker. That is DNA Gaming. This is Dissect That Film. And this has been the Dissect That Film podcast. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Deuces.